bugs having a picnic. Grasshoppers flying high to the sky. Bluebirds singing sweetly. This is the world around me. Well, I'm just picking flowers. Hello and welcome everyone to the Let's Play Supporting Screen Time Alternatives podcast. My name is Kristen Kalina, and I am the co-founder of Mastermind Adventures, where our mission is to create fun, healthy alternatives to screen time for kids and teens. In this week's episode, I interview Jennifer Havens Romanat, award-winning singer-songwriter of imaginative children's music, a mom, a teacher, and a performer. We'll talk about her story, her inspiration, and how to encourage musical exploration in children. Let's get started. Hello, Let's Play community. I am Kristen Kalina from Mastermind Adventures. I'm here with uh, Jennifer Romanat. I should have asked you how to pronounce your That's name. That's exactly right. That was right? Yeah. yeah. Nailed I it. I high five for that. <laughs> <laughs> and Jennifer is a musician. She is a music teacher and a performer of children's music and, um, and lives right here in Providence, Rhode Island. So I thought she would be a great person to... Uh, interview for the group uh, to help you think of ways if you've got a kiddo who uh, who you want to get interested in music or is naturally interested in music uh, maybe some ways that they can really exercise that and kind of find offline ways to keep them engaged um, at home or in classes uh, with somebody like Jennifer uh, or even uh, coming out to some of her performances because she does that too so Thanks so much for being with us. Thank I really you. appreciate it. So, um, so yeah. So tell I gave a brief introduction, but talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about you and your background and okay, yeah, where you come from. Uh, well, my background. Let's see. I've been doing music my whole life, really. You know, whistling from the time I was twelve months old. I'm told. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my great. parents were like, "What in the world?" <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so they, you know, it's kind of an anomaly in my family, just because my my siblings were so uh athletic you know up i came and i was kind of always geared towards music and theater and Mm -hmm. um they were kind of trying to (laughs) direct that a little bit um you know putting on little neighborhood plays with my friends just always trying to find an outlet to to express that musical and theater creativity you know in my life so uh but when i went when it was time to go to college you know that wasn't practical. <laughs> so, right, right, right. <laughs> how are you going to make money? You know, <laughs> um, that wasn't necessarily coming from my parents. The ironic thing is, it's just more like what you hear in the world. Like, well, that's not something you can just do unless you want to be, you know, go full force and you know, go into Broadway, which is something that I had dreamt of. But I also felt like I want a family too, and I don't know if I could ever. I mean, even at literally eighteen, I was thinking about these things. Like, I don't know if I could balance those two things. That would be very hard. Um, so anyway, I went in, my other love was social work, basically. I had a teacher that and really inspired me in high school, and so I went into that, and I, I still love it, you know. But uh, after being a social worker for a number of years, and when after my kids were born even, just for a couple of years, I found it very hard to manage that schedule-wise because I was working with a lot of kids that needed me after school, you know. Um, so I thought, well, okay, I'm never going to be home for my kids, you know, after school. So, uh, I started taking my kids to the Music Together program, and which is in North Kingstown, with my friend Barbie Beyer, and, um, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I want to do. And she, so I started talking to her about it, and, you know, because I'd always done, I'd always done some form of theater throughout 
college. I mean, I largely supported myself, so I didn't have time to be in their feeder program because basically they will tell you, you can't have a job, you can't have anything, you can't have a life, this is your life. You know, and I was like, yeah, I need to pay my rent. <laughs> That's not going to really work for me. You know? So I was a singing waitress, which was really fun, and I was a singing telegram. <laughs> These are the things that got me through college. So it's, I find it always ironic that I was like using music to pay my rent in college for something that I said was going to be the thing that I did. <laughs> right. Yes. doesn't really make sense. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. um, and then getting back, right back to that when my kids were little again, saying, you know, I think I'm going to start this. And we were moving up this way at the time we were living in South Kingstown. Um, and I, my friend Barbie was like, yeah, there's nothing. At the time, there was nothing in Providence. Like, wow. literally nothing. Not even, like, any gyms or anything. Not Nothing like what we have today. So, um, so yeah, I started it, and I... Half the class were my friends that yep. came up from South yep. East Town because I was like, I need people in my class, yeah. please help me. And they came all the way up, and you know, so four people were my friends, and four people were people I didn't know. And, um, and uh, I um, so I jumped in with that, but just the eight people, and I was like, okay, at least I have a class, you know. And it helps because Music Together is an international program, so people come looking for that. So, like, especially people from New York and Boston that move here, they're like, oh, let me just plug into the Music Together program that's familiar. So that name really helped me, you know, as opposed to just starting my own thing, you know. Um, so I continue to stay with Music Together, not only because I believe in the program, I think it's a great program, but I do find that very valuable and that, you know, people really look for that connection. You right. Know? The brands. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very yeah. helpful to them. So, yeah. I mean, I have people even moving across the world. They're like, oh yeah, I did music together in Germany or whatever. You wow. Know? Neat. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that I've been doing that since, um, let's see, for almost 16 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so. It goes by fast. I, I mean, blank. you blink. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, people telling. used to tell me that when um, my kids were little, like, oh, it's it's going to go by fast. You, it, that nothing prepares you for it, though, no. because it feels in the minute, in the moment, it feels like it's taking forever. You're like, oh, my gosh, they're never going to get over this phase or they're never going to, yes. you know, oh, this is never going to end. You know, I even remember being pregnant and feeling like, okay, this is my life now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to be miserable. I'm yeah. just going to be pregnant forever. Yeah. It's never, it's never going to come out. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It does. I, it feels that way. It totally does. I just posted on Facebook. On my music together site, about you know the days are long, the years are short. Yeah. And um, you know, and I and I try not to be the old parent that tells parents that because I totally remember like yes. the days really do feel really long. They do. You know, mm -hmm. the days can feel like years. Mm -hmm. You know, and then it is amazing that you just look back and you're like, what in the world? My kids yeah. are 17 and 19 right. and taller than me and right. having their own lives. It's just amazing. Yeah. And I think that's that's a great stage too, of course. But it's just like. You just really can't believe it. No. You can't help but say it. Right. No, <laughs> you, you know? really can't. Yeah. Because it is. It's like unbelievable. Yeah. At the, you know, at, in the moment. So. Yeah. So tell me more about Music Together. So what okay. is what is Music Together? So Music Together is a music and movement program for infants through age seven now. They have uh, an older kids program, five to seven year olds. Um, and they're caregivers. So okay. in so in a class, we uh, there's about you know 12 families in a class. And we, uh, it's a combination of finger plays and um, singing together, just sitting, sitting and singing together and getting up and moving to the music, like feeling that rhythm in your body. 
um, and also feeling, you know, playing around with various rhythm instruments. Like, yeah, we have these huge gathering drums that all the kids gather on and parents. Mm -hmm. And it releases a lot of tension for the parents, too. Yeah, I, that's, I bet that's true. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, come on, parents, get it out, you know. That's um, <laughs> your opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it really to is something. great. Like, oh, it's so, so therapeutic, you know. <laughs> and it's funny, always my shyer kids, like, that are sitting on their kids, you know, parents' lap, they're like, drums, you know. Oh, it's really yeah. funny, and they're just, like, going at it. Um, and rhythm sticks and egg shakers and, you know, jingle bells and triangles. So we have all basic rhythm instruments so that we can really build that rhythm, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and then the tonal aspect is us singing, you know. it's And it's not instructive in this, okay, Johnny, this is how you do the sticks. Mm -hmm. It's like we're just doing it and Johnny's going to jump in, you know, however he's going to feel inspired to do that. There's no, there are no rules mm -hmm. at that age. There are no, like, you know, we're not trying to instruct them mm -hmm. piece by piece, you know, mm -hmm. section by section. So, right. So yeah. So that's and so it uses music. Taylor has their own um, music as well. You know, they draw from other cultures from around the world, and mm -hmm. that's one thing that drew me to the program because I found musically, as a musician, you know, I I like the diversity. I like the diversity meters that they use. It's not just this 2-4 or 4-4 meter that a lot of children's music can tend to use as if we think children can't handle anymore, right. you know. It's like, well, if you look at other cultures, you know, other cultures are doing 6-8 meters. Well, those kids can handle it, you know. Like, let's, you know, kind of mix this up a little bit. And so that our kids don't grow up like us thinking, oh my gosh, how do I do this, you know, complicated measure you know, or meter. Um, and so they draw from around the world, and I really love that aspect. And um, and you know, it's just it's very pleasing. Most of the music. I mean, you're always gonna have the like, you know, room room riding in the car. Here we go. Here, you know, like yeah. those kind of repetitive right. songs. But th that's also important. You yeah. know, both are equally important mm -hmm. for the kids. Right. So. Right. And now you also have your own children's yes. CD. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, I have my own children's CD called Just Picking Flowers. And it's and, great, by the way. It's <laughs> really you. good. Yeah. Um, and it's really inspired from the kids. I mean, so much of it is just observing them. Like one of my songs is called Me and My Shadow. Mm -hmm. And I remember the, the specific day that I created it. Um, I was talking to a mom in my class out in the parking lot. And her daughter was just playing with her shadow. And, um, and I was just like how magical is that that and we forget that as adults you know so the whole song is about the sh her and her shadow kind of as friends you know and they're playing throughout the day because in her mind that's exactly what's happening you know yep. <laughs> and a child's mind is you know we we just lose so much of that as adults you know that kind of magic you know of just playing with your shadow and we just think well that's you know that's for kids well that's kind of a bummer that we lost that, you know, right. we should incorporate all of that, you know, right. into our lives today. Um, so that's, and then another song is called Bumblebee Variety Show, and uh, Fletcher, my older son, and I were walking out, and he, this was just a few years ago, and he, so he was, you know, in his teens, and he's like, Mom, look at that bee, there's one bee right here, and there were several others like this, and he goes, it looks like this bee is telling some jokes, or, <laughs> or singing some songs to the other bees, so we wrote Bumblebee Variety Show, and it's about that very scene of, like, you know, the bees are getting up and, you know, oh, putting on a little, you know, that. whatever their number is, yeah. you know. So I really try to draw from the imaginations of children because there's just such magic there, you know, constantly. It's never ending. They don't limit themselves in that way. 
like we do as adults. So, um, and I find sometimes writing for children, we can tend to simplify it a little too much, mm -hmm. thinking like, oh, that's a child's mind. It's like, no, no, look deeper. You know, <laughs> look at what they're really seeing, you know? Yeah, right. So that's what I try to do. The power so. of their imagination. Yeah, huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Right. So. How fun. What a great way to spend your yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Um, and you also have a band you're briefly talking off offline about um, your your girl band. Yes, the Persisters! <laughs> <laughs> Which I love in so many ways. Um, yeah, so talk a little bit about, yeah. about that. Okay, so I'm in a band called the Persisters. It's uh, me and five of my friends. And... Um, Oh my gosh, we're having such a good time. We do some covers and we write, write some of our own stuff too. And we always find the stuff that we write together, we love more yeah. because it's ours, yeah. you know? And you get to put your own stamp on it and that creativity is just so, you know, when you're doing a cover, you can creatively spin it, mm -hmm. but it's still somebody else's song, you know? Right. So, um, so we really enjoy that. But, you know, we play, we just have fun playing. One of our band members is a teacher at Rhodes Elementary School in Cranston. And they're doing the whole summer reading program this summer for all the libraries is reading rocks. Mm -hmm. And so the librarian was like, oh, do you think your band would come and play oh, at the elementary fun. school? And our drummer is already a rock star in her school. Like literally everywhere she goes, Mrs. Better, Miss, you know, like they're oh, just yeah. like freaking out the kids. It's so great. <laughs> Um, so we're like, yeah, that'd be so fun. So one of the things that we did that we were actually really proud of and had so much fun with is um, we, we wrote a song together before the, the gig and um, we made it Mad Lib style so that the kids, you know, and I said to them, That's like, great. we need help, we need your help writing this song. So we've got some of the pieces, we've got the melody, we've got some of the lyrics, but, um, and when the, when the reading teacher had written out our whole song on there, leaving blank spaces. Mm -hmm. And so we asked them, well, what, can give me a bird, give me, you know, and so we wrote oh this song gosh. together with the kids and they loved it so much. Yeah. They, I mean, it was so great. I mean, they just, to see that spark in them mm -hmm. to create their own, you know, have their words up there, you know, they're just like, my word was gumdrops, yeah. you know, <laughs> it was so great, you know, it was really, really oh fun. Gosh, so yeah, so we do stuff like that too, you know. Yeah. But we also just, you know, we do like real rock gigs at a bar. You know? Right, right, so right, right. We have just as much fun with right. either, you know. Right. So, and and when did you start getting? I know you said like you were whistling at twelve months. Mm -hmm. When did you start in earnest, like really um, well, practicing music? So I'm the third child in my family. <laughs> my parents were like, oh, what do you want to do, you know? <laughs> I was like, I'll play violin. Well, you're not practicing, we're not paying for that, you know? So it was kind of like, I, they didn't really enforce practicing so much, and that was because they weren't particularly musical themselves. Mm -hmm. They just kind of, you know, I didn't really have the discipline myself to really follow through with it. So I'd be like, you know, my own personal kids, like you have to get through the hard stuff to get to right. the good stuff because if you hear a song that you want to play you know you're not going to start there you know right. yeah. <laughs> you got to start with hot cross buns first you yes. know and marry right. a little lamb you right. know right. and as much as that's not so pleasing to you it's the foundation that's important mm -hmm. you know so i felt like that was something that my parents didn't really you know and because i was the third kid it's been like well ah, we don't really have time to <laughs> try right. to follow up with that yeah not blaming them in any way shape or right. form because yeah. i could have been self-disciplined in that way um, but it wasn't something I developed until later, you know, and I taught myself, actually my husband helped teach me guitar 
um, when our kids were three and one, which is not really? the ideal time to learn a guitar. I would say that is true. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine yeah, that's true. Yeah. Totally. So, but that was when I learned uh, an instrument because I'd always been a vocalist. I've been, a, you know, the front person for bands and things like that too. I forgot to mention that. So, um, and you know, sometimes when you're in a band, sometimes the instrumentalist can be like, well, you can't play guitar. I mean, we, you know, we already have. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, okay. You know, right. it's an interesting dynamic that can sometimes happen. You know, um, in my band, it's not like that at all. We're like, yeah. hey, you want to play the drums? You do that. You know, we all kind of change it up sometimes, you know, and allow each other the freedom to yeah. kind of try other things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I tell them all the time, like, anybody else wants to take the lead, go for it. You know, I love that. So um, it's more of a collaborative kind of like, let's, awesome. you know, because that's important in music. It's, it's important to be able to, to play, you mm -hmm. know, like not just have this kind of, wrote memorization of notes and how to do things, but to be creative, you know, for anyone, whether you are good at music or not, you know what I mean, or, or you can carry a tune, just doing it and being able to play with it is for everybody, mm -hmm. in my in my opinion. You know? Right, yeah, so. I love that. Um, so, um, so the this community, obviously we talked about a little bit, is um, is really focused on parents looking for ways to give their kids all fine alternatives to YouTube and mm -hmm. and, and uh, Fortnite and Minecraft. I was actually very surprised, and I've talked about it a couple of times. We did a survey, and YouTube is like the number one thing people are saying their kids are spending time on. Yeah, for all mm -hmm. different reasons, and that's not all negative. I think that, but um, but I think breaking them away from that is sometimes hard yes yeah yeah so yeah. um so for you as an as a music instructor you know as a mom mm -hmm. um you know are there uh are there some great kind of go-to activities that parents can use to encourage that like the musical ear or the playfulness in music and that, mm -hmm. and that sort of thing right right um yeah it's interesting because even over the years I've been doing this, of course, I gradually see like even babies holding a phone, you know, and, and, yes. and the parent will give them, if they're changing their diaper, they'll give them a the phone to play mm -hmm. with, you know, to kind of keep them occupied, which I completely understand mm -hmm. also because, you know, it's you're hard. just trying to get that diaper on, you know what I mean? You're like, you don't want the poop yes. to spread everywhere, you're just like, stay still, please, you know? Mm -hmm. I totally get it, but we've forget that other things can work, like just singing in their face, you know, mm -hmm. singing whatever song, you know, I'm changing your diaper, right. you know, like, you can make up your own little ditty about whatever and make googly faces and have that eye contact still mm -hmm. while you're changing a diaper or cleaning your house or right. whatever the, you know, minutia of the day is, you can add that spice with music, you know, um, and so I think that's we, I think we all, of course, lean towards like just take the phone, please, and be be quiet, and and so I can get this done, mm -hmm. you know. Um, instead of those are all aspects of our life every day. All those little details of our life are there every single day. Right. And um, it's not to be, they, you know, for your kid to be entertained during that time. First of all, they're not necessarily learning that that's just part of life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sitting through a diaper change. Mm -hmm. You know, even if they're only 18 months old. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is my life now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's all of ours, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I tell my boys all the time. My my two own boys. Um, you know, we're parenting for the first time in this generation with this amount of technology right. at their disposal. Mm -hmm. And and I, I'm honest with them, you know, we're like, we don't know what we're doing. Right? <laughs> you know, like, yep. We're trying to figure it out. We're mm -hmm. trying to consult with other parents and right. try to figure out what the, what the best measures are. But, you know, we did not have this kind of access 
to, at all, you know, like you guys do. So this is a whole new world that we're navigating. So sometimes it's going to seem like we're inconsistent, you know, right. and there's going to be times you're like, nope, no screens, we're done, you know, right. and there's going to be other times you're like, ah, okay, let's all do this together, watch a movie or you know, play heads up with the, you know, cause that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. thing. It's like, it's fun too, yeah. technology. Like sure. those elements can also bring you together mm -hmm. if you use them the right way, I think, right. you know? Absolutely. Um, and I think the same thing, even with young children, there's different, you know, ways that you can use technology to, that can be engaging as opposed to just setting your child in front of it and so right. hoping that they'll take care of that part for right. you, you know, right. um, you know, watching a YouTube video that they like together and singing along with it or something that you think is funny or, you know, whatever, um, that's all good stuff to gather around together. Right. You know, I mean, that being said, we know what it's like to parent young children and <laughs> sometimes you just need a break. Yes. You know? It's okay. <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. And that's what I think too, like there shouldn't be a tremendous amount of guilt either, right. but Absolutely. I think there should just be a mind check kind of mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I don't have to give them the phone every time. Right. You know, right. I could mix it up. Right. You know, I could, or, you know, maybe I could have them help these people instead of setting them in front of, you know, a show or whatever, right. you know what I mean? So, but there are times where you just need a nap. It's true. <laughs> so, Take the nap. I get it. You know? <laughs> I get it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so if a kid it seems like they're interested or they're musically inclined, um, and parents are not necessarily, like you said, your own parents were not terribly musically inclined, mm -hmm. is there like a, gr a good place for them to start with that? Um, if they're, you know, is there a good, like, what are the kind of the best instruments to get kids started? Right. Um, so when they're little, I, I uh, you know, classes like Music Together are great because it's really letting them be very creative with a number of different kinds of rhythm instruments. Those are, it's an immediate gratification, so to speak. You know, banging that stick, you're already getting the sound, you know? As opposed to like trying to put your two-year-old with a violin, it's like, you know, <laughs> they're like, this sounds terrible, you know? <laughs> I hear a cat dying. <laughs> it's like, I never want to do this again in my life, you know? <laughs> um, so I just those basic rhythm instruments are really helpful. Dancing, feeling that rhythm is really important. We forget that too, I think. You know, we feel silly dancing as adults, and um, it's another thing that we can lose along the way, um, just to be silly and free with that. I mean, the biggest, the best influence you can have on your child is to not actually be good at an instrument. Mm -hmm. It's to just enjoy it. I love that. Or good at, you know, enjoy music and by doing it mm -hmm. in whatever way is for you. And, you know, we have a culture now where everything needs to be measured by other people. like. Are you, you know, are you a YouTuber? Are you, can you be good enough for everybody to get, how many hits can you get, you know? Right. Um, are you, you know, gonna be on American Idol? Or, you know, whatever. Like, we have this Simon Cowell in our minds lurking around every corner, like, ready to judge ourselves. <laughs> and, and so we don't play anymore, yeah. you know? Um, so I think those are really, really important aspects. Whenever a parent asks me about learning an instrument, you know, because some people are like, I think I want to get them started now, and they're two, and I'm like, I get wow. that that you want to. I get why you want to do that, but you don't want to take that creative play out of it. You know that exploration is very, very, very important at that age. Right. And as soon as you start attaching lessons to it, mm -hmm. it becomes more rote, mm -hmm. and, and it's going to take some joy out of it for them because they don't understand at two and three years old. You know that that's what you need to do yet. Like that logic doesn't really work for them, their right. brains yet. You know. 
Um, you know, maybe five, I mean, even five, I would say, is pushing it. I didn't start my kids till they were eight. Okay. You know, because yeah. partly I knew that um, I wanted them to know what discipline was, and I felt like they're in their own minds. It's not the case for every kid. Some kids are just naturally more disciplined, you know, um, and they're going to want to practice every, you know, at six years old or whatever. But you just have to know your child with that. Um, but you know, starting, I, I tried, I tried to encourage parents to start it when they are going to do instrument uh, lessons, to start with what their kids' interest is. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody always wants to start them on piano. Totally understand because that is like the ground work for all you know, reading music. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, but if they really don't want to play piano, then, you know, I mean, it should be something that they have the freedom to choose, you know. Um, my other, my, one of my sons plays piano and he loves it. The other one wanted to start on trumpet, so, and drums. So those are, he's definitely more of a rhythmic kind of kid, so, and it worked, worked well for him. Wow. So, so yeah, I think encouraging them to, to choose something that they love, but letting them explore, mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, sometimes music schools, like I know the Philharmonic Music School, they used to offer, I don't know if they do anymore, but they have like an instrument play, kind of like you can check out all different instruments and see what's of interest. Because of course we don't all have violins, and we don't, right. you know, we don't all have these things in our house for mm -hmm. our children to explore. Mm -hmm. So if you can find things like that to really plug yourself into and so that your child can explore those instruments with somebody who knows how to play them, mm -hmm. that's a really key thing too, mm -hmm. you know. So they can figure out what they want to play. Right. So before before they're really ready to start instruments, you just uh, you think just have just exposing them to different kinds of music is probably best. Oh yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, all kinds of music is really good. Um, I mean, of course, whatever you like too. I mean, I have one of my dear friends saying her son. Thunder Road every night, for, you know, by the boss. <laughs> every night for a lullaby. That kid knew every single word of Thunder Road oh by God, the time he was two years old. Right. Isn't that great? Yeah. yeah. I love it. yeah. So it's okay, because again, if you love it, that that love for music is going to really shine through. Right. Um, so, but you know, so it doesn't all have to be classical. I think mm -hmm. that's what I'm, you know, what I want to say. Of course, if you like classical, absolutely expose them to that. But that can be. You know, you can you can also like Queen. And yeah. It has the same elements of Who classical doesn't? music. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, the dynamics that yes. they use oh, are basically the same as classical. Mm -hmm. You know, so it you know it doesn't have to be one kind of music. You know, it, uh, it's kind of whatever you like and whatever you can have fun with. You right. Know? Um, it, but also maybe not judging music in general either. Like, oh, I hate country music. Well, you might not hate all of it. Mm -hmm. You know, like throw a song in there every now and then, you know, just to see what you think, you know? Right. Um, so mixing it up a little bit and, and, you know, having, trying to, you know, expose into some world music is always good too, all different kinds of, because world music offers your child so many different meters from around the world. What I mean by meters is like the, the beat, you know? Um, and tonalities, like different ways of singing. Like you listen to Arabic music, it's mm. like, it's not, we don't even have some of those sounds, you know? So if you're right. exposing your child to some of that, they're getting that in their brains. The synapses are kind of connecting, and you know, right. and um, and they're taking it in. So right, yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, do, do you have like a like 
because that might be overwhelming. Like, do you just Google world music for yes. children? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would recommend Putumayo. Okay, it's, uh, it's awesome. Putumayo World Music, okay. and they have all kinds of playground CDs. Oh, okay. Um, and they from all over the world. They okay. have. It's so great. They How just, do you spell? That? Yeah, I know. I know. It's, okay, Putumayo. It's P U T U M A Y O. Okay. Putumayo. Okay. Um, and uh, they a portion of their their proceeds go to charities too Neat. um and i know a lot of people don't have cd players anymore mm -hmm. but <laughs> right. um their cds are beautiful mm -hmm. so if you right. do i would recommend buying one that way that they isn't that weird i know it's it super weird yeah, to me yeah it <laughs> is what people don't have cds but right. you know what i don't even anymore i mean i have a collection but it's sitting there you know right. yeah i know yeah just i have to buy an external one for my computer because i was like i don't even have one on my computer yeah. anymore you know yeah, so weird yeah. yeah i have one in my car but I bet this is probably the last generation of cars so. that'll have them. Absolutely. So. I know I agree. I mean, with my own CD, Just Picking Flowers, I spent a lot of time thinking about what I was going to put on the cup. You know, right. the, there's a flower on the front that my uh, my friend's son made for her for her Mother's Day. It's made mm -hmm. out of, it's guitar picks. And then the guitar string is interwoven, and so it looks like a flower. And then it's on, you know, I put it on a nail for the picture on the front of the CD, and then it's got a tuner, like as the pedal or as the so leaf, cute. you know. Um, and then on the inside, it's m one of my friend's uh, daughters smushing her face into a flower. <laughs> it's the best picture ever. I just love it so much. Her whole oh. being is smelling this flower. And then in the back are my other friend's kids. Uh, uh, picking flowers, you know, my my, my neighbor's true. yard. So, I always tell my families, I'm like, you can listen to me on Spotify, but <laughs> <laughs> missing but all this, this really cool, yeah, yeah. missing all this meaningful stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. and you know, it's frankly, Spotify for for uh, local artists and things, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, you're not you're supporting them by listening to them, but right, um, but they're it's not getting the same. Zero, 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 zero. Right. Zero, zero yeah, yeah, for a stream, yeah. and that's not why we do it. Is for the money, of course. But you do want mu local musicians to continue making music. Right. So yeah, even just to follow them. Right. Follow your favorite musicians online. You know, is helpful. Mm -hmm. You know. So right. Yeah. It's no, it's a world. crazy. It is. It's a crazy mixed up upside down world. For sure. <laughs> yeah. It, for sure. Yeah. Um. So um, what are what are what if, if someone is looking for like a class like like uh, mm -hmm. the ones that you do? Um, how do what should they look for in a music class for different ages for for kids? Right. Okay. Uh, well, the music together program is a mix. They have various programs, um, but one of the most popular is mixed age, mm -hmm. zero to five. Okay. And the idea of that is kind of an old family style jamboree on the porch kind of a thing. Like, hey, we're all in this together, and whatever level you're at. You know is great you know so you might have like a five-year-old in with babies but you know and I tell that five-year-old hey you're here to help me you mm -hmm. know like and they love right. that you know you can oh, yeah. hand out the instruments or whatever yeah. um, and uh, you know the babies learn from him you know or her mm -hmm. so uh, that that's we when we totally segregate by age uh, sometimes we lose that kind of you know gift that we're giving our children like you oh you can help these little guys, you know, it only happens in their own little families if, right. they, if they have siblings. Um, but it's more of a community kind of like, you know, feel to that. Um, but they also do have classes just for babies. I don't personally have that in my center. I just do the mixed age right now. Um, and then there's also five to seven year old, 
old five to seven year old they call them rhythm, rhythm kids or something to music together and um, and that helps develop their rhythm a little bit more with and their parents generally are not there mm -hmm. um, and you can kind of do a little bit more theatrical play with them and you know because they're ready for that you know they're ready to take all the concepts that they've kind of been learning since the time they were babies in a music class um, and put it really into action you know right. um, uh, but it's still in an explorative kind of fashion you know for them to be really um, creative mm -hmm. in their own way so um, so yeah I'd recommend I mean any number of those whatever people are comfortable with if you feel like some people do when they have a baby they just feel they don't want older kids they're like you're gonna step on him or you know whatever they get really nervous about that so I would seek out a baby's class if it's for your own comfort level the baby themselves doesn't really need that right, <laughs> you right, know, right. I would say but they're a baby. <laughs> yeah. and they're not really socializing with yeah. one another yeah. you know they really do learn from those older kids because they're seeing an 18 month old like oh that's what I'm about to do you know um, and so you know just like we walk and talk in front of our kids, we sing and dance in front of our kids. So some people may think babies are even too young to take to a class, but I I would say definitely not. You yeah. Know, or even just doing stuff in your your house, mm -hmm. it's never 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 too soon because right. you know they learn from us constantly. They're soaking it in, they're absorbing, and they're taking right. it in. They're going to do it. So yeah. So yeah, I mean, so and then instrumentation. I really think it's when a child can really you know have the discipline to practice. Mm -hmm. Uh, when should I be interest? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And and maybe and maybe not. You know, it, maybe it's not instrumentation. Maybe it's theater. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's the same kind of concepts that they're using. Mm -hmm. You know, um, or voice lessons or whatever. You know, but just whatever, whenever they can grasp the concept of oh, I need to work at this. Right. You know, um, and it's fun. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> Those two things. Then that's when I would recommend you, know, you right. just know your own child and. Right when that when they're ready. So. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, we kind of already talked about that question. I was going to have how to foster love music in kids, but we've already mm -hmm. we've really already talked a lot about that. Um, what is your favorite kind of music? Oh, so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me narrow it down. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh, it's so because so much of it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, which is the amazing thing about music, right? Mm -hmm. It's like there's so much to choose from. You know, if you're feeling a little melancholy, like on a rainy day like today, you might listen to a little Jack Johnson or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, but I don't know. I, I lean towards my own personal interests are like indie rock, mm -hmm. like, you know, Ingrid Michaelson comes to mind. You know, like people like that. I like I like kind of that the, the flow of the music. Um, the lyrics and all of that kind of stuff it, it kind of speaks to my mind mm -hmm. you know um, but man I could really throw on some 80s music and dance yeah. all over the house too like, always. <laughs> yes. I mean and disco yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> say what you want but yes. even my son who went to a high school his prom yeah. you know he was like I mean totally nothing against rap music at all like sure. I actually like a lot of rap music too but it was hard for them to dance to it, you mm -hmm. know? And so he's like, oh, they just played a bunch of songs that, you know, th that we couldn't dance to. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. um, he mentioned some 80s song, I can't remember what it was, that I was surprised that he knew. He's like, then finally they put on, I don't know, I'm just gonna say 
you know, Bohemian Rhapsody right. or whatever. <laughs> and we were all like, finally, and they were all dancing around, oh. you know. So it still speaks to yeah. those 17-year-olds today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I also love jazz. Yeah. I love to go to a good jazz club and just really let them, you know, because that there's so much improvisation mm -hmm. there, and mm -hmm. I love that, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's really hard yeah. for me to choose just yeah. Me, honestly. No, that's good. <laughs> yeah, and the boss is always good. Yes, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we. If, I I I just never like to get snobby about any kind of music because mm -hmm. I just I think all of it. So you know, it's people's own expression. Right. You know of what they feel, right. and so I, that's what I can appreciate when that's coming from a genuine place. Mm -hmm. And I can see that whether it's rap music or classical, mm -hmm. if it's coming from a place like I love this and I love that what I'm doing, right. you know, it speaks to me. Right. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I'm not a huge rap music fan, um, but I um, I was researching something the other day in an exercise uh, for us to use in one of our programs, and they quoted a poem that I think ended up being by Tupac. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, she's like really flower deep. Flower that yeah. goes through uh -huh. cement. Do you yeah. know that? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is really, mm -hmm. really uh, beautiful. You it know? really is. Um, and I, I didn't grow up with a lot. Of, well, you know, I guess the early rap music was really not always the best either. I mean, we're right. talking Blondie, yeah. right? <laughs> Eating cars. Yeah. I don't know. It was like weird stuff. Or what was the other? There was another really funny one when early, early on. It's a really funny rap song. Oh, I, I'm blanking on it now, but it just wasn't quality. I'm just saying, right. like, it really wasn't. I mean, I did enjoy watching. Did you watch the Get Down? No. Oh, on Netflix. The, I started to. Yeah, I need. I need to finish it. It yeah. was pretty mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, kind of watching the. You know, because it's based in mm -hmm. a little bit of history. It's pretty cool. But yeah. But yeah, it just wasn't my. Just right. wasn't my. I wasn't exposed to it. I was. I had my stepfather was like hardcore into classic rock. Okay, yeah. And mm -hmm. so you know we had kind of grown up with you know disco and a little bitty me and my little bitty brother we learned how to dance disco in the seventies and the <laughs> late seventies. I mean I was like this you know. Yeah. Um, and so that's all we knew. And then when my mom remarried, it was you know my stepdad was like, "You're not listening to this garbage. <laughs> You're gonna listen to Heart and Dan Fogelberg and like you know right. Ozzy Osbourne and Scorpion and like yeah. all." Like that was my, and it was like, oh my gosh, it's so completely different. <laughs> right. So by the time I was like eight, like that was, yeah. that is what we were exposed to. So it's interesting, um, you know, it, uh, I'm, I am not somebody who even sometimes puts on music in the car because I'm so up in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, my husband often says like, you just don't even care what you listen to. But I, I like a lot of different kinds of music, yeah. I think, because of that. Yeah. You know, it is. It's hard to narrow it down. It really is. Yeah. I mean, Sometimes it's... you need a little Beyonce. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, like, you're not judging your choices or other right. people's choices. You have, you know, there's just a lot more freedom right. to, to right. just enjoy it, you right. know? I, I'm with my band, we were writing this song, and I was like, I feel like there needs to be a rap right here. And they all just looked at me like, <laughs> what? And I'm who's like, gonna do that, know, Jennifer? <laughs> so I kind of like spout off, and it was like, you know, they were like, okay. And so we started calling it a rap-ish, because I, I was like, okay, let's call it a rap-ish, because I'm not really like a rapper, you know, I can't really pull it off, you know? <laughs> I was doing my darkness. <laughs> Um, but oh, so we called it a rap, but now it's kind of like transformed. Like, so now we have this idea, like one of, 
our, our non-singers in our band is gonna do more spoken word. Yeah, yeah. And um and we love spoken word is so cool. Yeah, yeah. like over kind of the rhythmic Music. elements that we're that we're creating uh, with the instruments. And um and it's cool, you know, like it's if awesome. you just let yourself kind of, you know, explore that. And so we started to talk about like, let's think of references so that we could kind of know what that sounds like. You know, right. like Bottom does a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. REM, you know, right. like all these different people they kind of like have this kind of it's still like sort of poetic and right. you know musical in a, yeah. in a way, um, but they're just talking, you right. know. Right, right, right. So, yeah, oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, what are your favorite sources of inspiration? Uh, musically, or music. Okay. Yes. Oh gosh, um, for creating music uh, in in the children's world. Yes. Uh, Dan Zanes is great. Um, Elizabeth Mitchell, although she doesn't always write her own music, these are just some inspirations of, mm -hmm. of mine. Um, in the and Pete Seeger, of course. Um, uh, Woody Guff, you know, like the like kind of the old timey, you know, yeah. children's music still holds up, I think, you know, um, and still really speaks to children. Um, uh, yeah, so. But I like to I like to kind of put more of a um, sort of a modern spin on it, you know. Okay. Um, so the, I guess I don't know I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> Honestly, right, right. I guess it's just my own, you know, gathering all the information and throwing it in my own songs, yeah. and I'm not always sure where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But um, and you know, it's funny I'm looking at Mr. Rogers here. Like mm -hmm. the, I mean, honestly, you know. Like, I don't know if you watched that movie. I haven't oh yet, my no. Gosh. It's so, so good. good. Yes, so <laughs> good. And just, you know, again, the, the imaginations of children are just inspiring every yeah. single day, honestly, mm -hmm. you know? So that's where I get inspiration for my own music in, my, in the children's world. For our band, um, you know, it's it, the lyrics often come from something that we're going through, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and we try to just put it together in a creative, uh, poetic way. Mm -hmm. and. Um, that speaks to us, you know, because ultimately if it speaks to you, it's going to speak to somebody else right. too, you know. Um, and so, you know, I like, uh, one of the bands that I love is Walk Off the Earth. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They were I the have, ones, yes. They covered Gautier's song and they were all on the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I they, think it's, I watched that. Yeah. yeah they are Beautiful. incredibly mm -hmm. creative mm -hmm. and, and they do a lot of covers because that gets you exposure on YouTube, you know. Um, but they have their own stuff and it's amazing and their, their, their imaginations are just endless. Like they don't let any, they'll just, you know, with a couple of the band members have kids and they'll take their kids, like their kids' instruments, you know, like a little right. xylophone and include it like in their song, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I get a lot of inspiration from just watching them at how much they play with it mm -hmm. still. And right. even though they, you know, they've gotten to a, a place where they have quite a following and, yeah. you know. Um, but they're still not afraid to play. They're like, no, this is what we do. You know, we're going to do it in our own way, and that's it. You yeah. know? Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. And so we're just about wrapped okay. up. So how can people find you? All the different places. Okay. Um, if they're local, or she's in Providence, Rhode Island. But, yeah, how, how can people... Uh, reach out to you, come take a class, find your CD, mm -hmm. okay. support you, yeah. <laughs> one of your dive bars. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, absolutely. <laughs> so my my music 
classes are here on the east side of Providence and uh, you can find me at eastsidemusictogether.com um, and if you are not in Rhode Island uh, or not in, in Providence you just go to the musictogether.com site and they will, and you put in your zip code and find some classes. Mm -hmm. And there, I cannot speak highly enough. I took it first as a parent and loved it so much I started teaching it. So, wow, yeah. Um, it's just really a great program. And, but if you don't have music together, certainly look at other music programs. You know, most everybody will, you know, I know I allow people to try out a class for free because I want people to know what they're getting into rather than paying for a whole session. Um, you know, or over the summer, I've been running uh, drop-in classes. Tomorrow I have some <laughs> at Temple Bethel on the east side here um, at 9.30 and 10.30. And that gives people a way to kind of say, oh, okay, this is what this is about. And I don't have to commit to a whole right. session of classes, you know. Um, so that's one, one place you can find me. My, my own children's CD is Just Pickin' Flowers. And um, I'm working on my website right now, so that's not up, but you can find me on Facebook, Just Pickin' Flowers, or Jen Havens Romanat. Um, and check out my music there. I'm on SoundCloud, I'm on um, Spotify, I'm on every streaming device. I'm, but if you want to support me and buy a CD, yes. you yeah. can get that on Amazon or iTunes. Awesome. So, and all of those places, of course, you can listen to it first to see if that's something that you like, you know. Um, and then my band, uh, we don't have a website yet either, but we do have a SoundCloud page. It's called thepersisters.com, not just Persisters. Um, also on Facebook, The Persisters. And we are likely to be playing in the fall. We're still nailing down the date at the parlor on North Main Street in Providence, Rhode Island. Awesome. When you have that, we'll add it to the, yeah. the show notes and everything else. Great. And yeah, the website. And yeah. Thank you so much for you. chatting with me. It was so much fun kind thank of connecting. You. you know, we've been Facebook friends for a long time. <laughs> we connected through the homeschooling community, but mm -hmm. you know, it was kind of fun to catch up and our kids are about the same age and watched each other's kids grow up on Facebook mostly <laughs> the last few years. Uh, thank God for Facebook for that anyways. I right? know, yeah, right. You get yeah. to stay connected with people. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I so admire what you're doing. Like I oh, told you before, thanks. I really do. You know, I've, uh, we haven't always been able to be involved because of the timing of things right. with our kids but and where, where we are located. But I just really, what she's doing is amazing. Oh, <laughs> thank you. We're having a great time. We're really having fun. So, all right. Thanks, Let's Play group, and we will catch you next week. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Let's Play, supporting Screen Time Alternatives podcast. You can watch these episodes live every Monday at 12 p.m. in our Let's Play Facebook community, where you can also participate in the discussion and Facebook Live Q&A sessions and demonstrations. You can find me, Kristen Kalina, on our Mastermind Adventures Facebook page or by emailing info at mastermindadventures.com. If you're in the southeastern Massachusetts or Rhode Island area, drop by our game lounge in Nerf Arena and Swansea Mall and say hello. You can also find the show notes and a recap of every episode by visiting our website, mastermindadventures.com, under the parent portal. We will see you next week.